Hello everyone, it is the build-up show, Liverpool versus Watford. It's the early kickoff this Saturday. Another grim test for anyone, uh, you know, fighting a, a Christmas night out hangover, but you know, so be it. It's another big test for the fans, it's another big test for the mighty Reds on the way to uh, you know, hopefully what we all need, and that is um, I'm joined by Ross Chanley, by John Machen and by Jack Gill for this one. Um, let's dive straight in, Ross. Um, Lovren's probably out. Basically, there's a segment of the show in the build-up to Salzburg where we did this. And we said, Copy Lov- and paste. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lovren's probably out because he went off in the game means that it's a big opportunity for Joe Gomez. Possibly, yeah. I think Klopp said after the game, I was having last night or this morning, that it seems the same as the warmer stuff at the weekend. But watching it, it, it looked different. It looked a lot more serious. So, were they trying to cover his back or something there? Or, you know, keep his cards close to his chest? I don't know. But having said that, you know, we talk about rotation of infield in the front three. There hasn't been that much in defence. I know Gomez started at right back against Bournemouth. But it feels like, why go and aggravate Lovren's injury? If it's happened two games in a row, just go and start him against Watford at the weekend and give give him a run at centre back as well because I feel sorry for him at times. Like again, Bournemouth should in right back. He doesn't want to play there. He's not his best position. What was that stat? Was it you told me about like the Lovren's never played seven games? Is it seven it games back me, to back yeah, or something like yeah. that? Do you reckon he knows that? And he's just I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Put me back yeah. in, boss. Yeah. Put me back in. I've got some hoodoo to break. And it's just no. Maybe, maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, that he actually. Isn't injured, but he thought I've had seven. Know, went, That's enough for me. Can't do any more than seven. <laughs> My mother gaffer. told me never to play more than seven games on the bounce. But Bournemouth was a concerning one because he had cramp. Yeah, like he went down at the same time as Nathan Aki, who obviously did his hamstring. But like in the first half of a game, you got cramp as a professional footballer. That's concerning for me. Mm, yeah. and I think it was it Wolves away at the cup last last year. We didn't warm up properly and then he got injured. It's like, it's frustrating. He just yeah, didn't fancy it? playing, that's all it yeah. was. That was a like, bit cold. Yeah. Like the weather. I he mean, to, to be honest, if I had to play Lovren at any time in the season for any game, I would play him against Wofford. Yeah. The one time I won him on the pitch and yeah. he's not fit. Yeah, well, I, th- I think we've, it's been a good, a really good spell of games for him. I think in terms of his form, I think he's caught yeah. everyone he's come against, he's been great. But I said this about the Salzburg game, Jack, you know, I thought it was going to be a physical contest, you know, with, with, with Haaland up there. And I thought it was the perfect game for, for him. And I think the same is, is exactly is, is, is true for Wofford. But I remember the conversation about Gomez at the start of last season when he started at, at, at centre half and it was. How's he going to handle this? And he came up. He came up in that first like five or six games of the season. He came up against like every different type of centre forward, and he ended up handling them impeccably. We've not been able to see that Gomez so far this season. So as much as yeah, look at the minute go. I think Lovren's rightly ahead of him in the pecking order. If he's not available for it, then it's it's now on Joe Gomez to step up, and more importantly, step up and stay injury free. Because if he gets an injury, it's I think we'll, you know, we'll be able to cope in the short term, but that would be a big concern for us. I think all Joe, Joe Gomez needs is a, is a run of games at centre-back. I think, like Ross says, I think we keep playing him right back, then shuffling him, him across the centre-back. I don't think he's comfortable with that. I think he, he just needs a, a run of games in the same position and then all will be fine. We've seen last season, he is a very, very, very good centre-half. And, you know, last season he looked like he was going to build one of the best centre-half partnerships in the world with Van Dijk and... Um, I mean, it's never a worry when when Joe Gomez gets gets put centre back for me, um, and I, as you say, I'd I'd rather whether Lovren's injury is serious or not. Mm-hmm. He's rested at the weekend purely because 
we've got a, a big win of games coming up. And yeah. as I say, if we go to Qatar with two fit centre halves, then then that's a worry for me. Gomez was sound against Bournemouth when he went to centre back, mm-hmm. and again he was saying about playing right back. The other time he played centre half was against Arsenal, surrounded by four kids. He was never played with before, so really that's not that's not fair on him to judge him on that performance and no, see five he's goals. De- he's definitely a centre half, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And I think we showed the other week when we played him at right back that he's not a Liverpool right back. Yeah. He could play right back for anyone, but not for Liverpool. Yeah. You know, he is a centre back, and I think I personally think he's our second best centre back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think he, he needs the, the uh, issue run. he's got, Dad, and it's he's fallen far off, and there's a number of players who've fallen. It, 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 by the way, said in this way. That the senior lads have all stepped up. Like Dejan Lovren stepped up to the plate, Matip stepped up big time, and Gomez, you know, is a young lad who probably should be, he should be better this season. I know he had a long time out last season with injury and what have you, but he should be the one where he should be, his ceiling should be higher than both of those lads. But we've seen it again. It's the reason why Naby Keita, again, injuries notwithstanding, but like Wijnaldum's gone up a level. Henderson's gone up a level. We're seeing it from the lads in the, in the front three. They've gone, they've seen a little bit of pressure. They've seen lads coming in and gone, well, no, fuck you. I'm, I'm going to double down. I'm going to, I'm going to make well, myself Matip's the best I can be. a perfect yeah. case, isn't he? You know, he went from someone who everyone thought, why the hell did Fortress. we buy him? To being, my God, he's brilliant. He start, last season, he was our fourth choice centre-half when that season started and he ended. And with many people... And this is, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that he was in better form than Virgil van Dijk at the back end of the season. So, um, yeah, again, but this is the environment that Klopp's created, Ross, where if you want to succeed, he gives you the opportunity, he gives you all the tools to succeed, but you've got to be the one who walks across the threshold. You've got to be the one that puffs your chest up and grabs the opportunity with both hands. And, and you know, that's, that's where it is. I can't bring myself to be worried or concerned about it, because if he... It, I just trust me, there's just so much body of evidence now, not just with Gomez, but with all, everyone in that squad, that he probably will just come in and take his opportunity. Yeah, no, I think he'll be fine. I think Jack's right. It's consistency that he needs and a consistent run of games that he needs. I think for him to grow confidence and be settled in the squad is, is fine. But also, he probably recognise everything you just mentioned there. Of you know, If two of them are injured, well, if I don't take this chance, you know, when, when am I going to take it? So mm-hmm. you know, I think he'll be fine against Watford. Yeah. Another new manager for Watford. Nigel Pearson in charge, the new manager bounce potentially a thing? Well, it certainly makes it a more interesting game because of it. He, he's clearly got a reputation for organising people mm-hmm. and uh, I think he got Leicester into the position where they were then taken on to win the title. Mm-hmm. So he, he's got something, although he's not done a lot since he left Leicester, I don't think. Yeah. But if nothing, he will give them a bit of fight back. Yeah. And Watford, if nothing, are fighters, aren't they? Yeah. Um, the big nose of encouragement on this one, Jack. Uh, we've won our last three at Anfield against them by five clear goals. 5-0, five 5-0, nil, five nil, 6-1. Um, yeah. We have enjoyed playing Watford immeasurably. I mean, we, I wouldn't put it past us to do it again as well. I mean, we're on such good good form. We'll be buoyed from, from last night. Uh, the only problem is, obviously, they've got that new manager. And mm-hmm. I think uh, Kike Sanchez-Flores, I think his first game for Watford this season was when they got spanked 9-0 by City. So I think that'll be de- Pearson will be desperate not, not to not to follow the same trend. And I think that they'll probably be boosted. They have to be boosted by, by Pearson. Well, they can't in. be much worse, can they? Well, I think that's the, exactly. that, that's the point there. They, they, they need a reaction at some point. It, I mean, it's just whether they see us as a bit of a free hit. New manager coming in, all he gets them to do, do a bit like what Duncan Ferguson yeah. did against the, in the Everton Chelsea game, 
go out there, go and play for the shit. We don't expect you to win, but what I want you to do is go out and get in Liverpool's faces. The thing is with Watford as well is they have very good players in terms of their squad and stuff. They probably shouldn't be at the bottom of the mm -hmm. league. Um, they have players who are who are very very good and and they. They shouldn't be there, but it's like you say that they do need that passion. That's that's what they're lacking at the minute. Uh, they're missing Troy Deeney it's, greatly. Yeah, it's telling that the, their top goal scorers are Delafeu and Grave. We've scored two in the league so wow. far this season. That's that's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> but it is weird. It is weird. Have they won a game yet? They've yeah, won one. Yeah, they beat yeah. Norwich. Oh, yeah, they beat Norwich. They beat yeah. Norwich two 0 and that's their only win of the season. They've had yeah. six draws. Other than that, I mean, the, 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 the fear for me will be that all those players know there's a transfer window coming up in January, and they've got a new manager who will almost certainly be promised something that he could bring in. Mm -hmm. So, or know, if we, or the, or the flip of that is. You try to save yourself, so you might be playing for the move, and you might be saying, yeah, "Well, you know." Either way, they may raise their game somewhat. So, is but, it Liverpool are the last team that they're going to want, though? I mean, the confidence will be on the on the floor, won't it? It's, it's all right having a new manager, and you know, you've got to adapt to his system or what he wants. You can't just go out there and go, just just play. Can no, you? I know, but 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 you you know you're right, and I, I, Liverpool should win regardless. But the point is, is that they <coughs> all again. This is what I say about the, the notion of a free hit. There is no expectation on them, and when there's no expectation on them, you, you get to forget for a game that you're bottom of the league because you're playing top of the league, you're playing the European Champions. You just get to go to Anfield and, and try and more show effort it. and passion into yeah. it, like Everton did. Yeah. Everton was yeah. like 70% passion last week, yeah, you know, um, and that's what Ferguson gave them, and that's what hopefully for Watford they'll do the same. But I, I mean, I, st I still don't think they'll have anything like enough to. I think we're only talking about will we score another five or is it were they going to limit us to three? No, well, that's that's. I mean, it's it's not. It, I just think don't think it's arrogance or whatever to, just to say to first to speak like that. You know, they've got nine points so far this season, Jack. We're top, we're top of the table. I I have a feeling they're going to come to. We're Anfield. almost further clear top of the table than they've accrued points at the total, <sighs> which is ridiculous. Um, but I think they'll come to Anfield and just sit back ten men behind the ball. Trying it's on the counter because that's the caliber of players they got. I wouldn't be surprised if they they play Delafeu through the middle mm -hmm. and, and play like that. I think they'll they'll be quite negative against us personally, mm -hmm. and I think if we get an early goal, then it could be a, a massive win for yeah, us. It feels like it might be one of those it's damage limitation for them. Like yeah. it, it's alright having to fight for 10, 15 minutes, put a goal goal behind. But the mentality and where they are in, in the league does that all go out the window then? One hundred percent. The first half is it's a it's a forty five minute game of football for me. This I think if if Liverpool just go out, they'll they'll have that. I think that we will see a spirited response from Watford because why not? You know, I just can't. If they don't, then what was the point? What was the point of changing the manager? What's the fucking point? They may as well just pack up and go home now. But you know, I think I think they'll come in. They'll come and try and get in our faces. They'll just be a little bit snappier into the tackles, all that kind of stuff. But if we then are able to take, you know, let them, I I, I just let them land their biggest blow, and do that thing where you just kind of like, <laughs> you know, brush it off, and then and then and then count it. If we can get just get a couple of goals up in the first half, I mean, I know Everton gave a bit more of a spirited response against us, but it was kind of that thing. They don't expect to win this. So you just, all you just need to do is get in their heads and just let them go. Let them realise that there's more important fights to come. 
and this was what it was. A bit of a bit of a. It becomes not a, a free hit like spirited fun. It becomes all right, Tower. Well, we've had our go. We knew we were we weren't getting anything from this. Let's yeah, let, let's switch to damage limitation mode. Um, well, we'll talk about preferred 11s and who we think should be starting in this Liverpool team in a moment. But I was lucky enough to sit down with Liverpool legend uh, centre forward Emil Heskey in the studio uh, last week. A fantastic uh, and 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 wide ranging interview. But here's a little clip from that. Again, talk us through the FA Cup final. It's your first mm -hmm. FA Cup final mm -hmm. of the time. That, that's one that that's always the holds. One. That's the biggest one, isn't it? You know, the FA Cup final. It's the FA Cup is the one that, you know, as a kid, you watch on television, don't you? So, and you see everyone wanting the giant killers and all that. And then you watch the final and everything. To go to that one was amazing. Um, but you're playing against Arsenal and... That's a tough side as well. Well, you mentioned some of the players from the from the French youth team. You know, you got Lundbergs, etc. In that, yeah. Yeah, they were that Arsenal team was was something. Yeah, they were special. They were special. Um, but again, I always say this: when you have got Michael in your side, you've always got that little chance, haven't you? I mean, he's that one chance, and well, he got two, but <laughs> and took them both. Um, the the first which one was the first one was the deep. first one where he dives he dives in when it's like a uh, well Owen's first yeah. goal where it breaks in the box Babel knocks it down that's the one and then he, he kind of volleys it in so instinctive uh, always drops to him or Robbie doesn't it bang goal and then the second one it's funny because if you look at the second one uh, is it Tony Adams kind of shows him onto his left like I said that's fine. I'll take it onto my left and play it in. You can check out the full thing. It's on theredmentv.com. There'll be a slightly longer segment available on YouTube uh, this week as well for you to check out. But yeah, if you want the full thing, I, I do go over there, sign up. Uh, there's exclusive interviews there with, with himself, with Chris Kirkland, with Robbie Fowler, with Jürgen Klopp, uh, with Lucas Lever, tons of Liverpool players, past and present. Um, yeah, it's very, very good stuff and it's the perfect time to join up as well as we head towards uh, potentially being champions of the world. Uh, so yeah, obviously we've got the final word shows in the midweek, which will be covering the Club World Cup games, so you can get all them in addition to that. So yeah, do it. Anyway, prefer elevens. Um, Jack, is there anyone in particular that you you really want to see in this game? Yeah, I want to see Carter and Chamberlain starting alongside Ooh. each other. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I think this is the perfect game for it. I think unleash everything. I think I'm, I'm looking at this. They've only scored nine goals this season. They've conceded thirty. Um, it just says to me, go and hit them. Yeah. They're, they're a team low on confidence. As I say, they'll be boosted by by the appointment of Nigel Pearson. But at the end of the day, this is the perfect game. We're at home. We've got Ox and Naby in fantastic form. Go for it. Ooh, I like it. I like the shell. Dad, anything for you? Yeah, I'm along the same lines. I think Ox needs a game now. Mm -hmm. We missed you know, the game the other night. Uh, I'd like to see Case have a bit of a run because um, I still think there's more to come from him. Uh -huh. And if we can get him up to his best, then what an asset he's going to be. Yeah. You know. So then I'm, we're just talking about who's going to play hold it, and it could be anyone. Yeah. Well, I wonder whether there's just something to this team. Is the team that, it, it, just on a flip of that? Is this maybe the team that starts the Club World Cup final or third place playoffs? Just so we don't jinx that. Um, you go with us. We reckon we, we might play like a, a rotated side in midweek. So, do you go with what he considers to be his best team now, <coughs> knowing that they're going to have a little bit of rotation in the week and then go full strength again? Possibly. I, I'd, I'd love to see that in midfield as well. Hendo in the six, but can Cater play three games? Can Hendo play that much? Yeah, exactly. As well? So, you know, you can say uh, Milan's had a rest, others have had a rest. You bring them in, we've seen rotation with the Everton game, Bournemouth. 
and, and last night. As you think, you just carry on rotating, to be honest with you, and keep keep it fresh. Yeah, Milner? playing Origi, Mil Milner at centre forward. Yeah. Origi, Shakiri. I mean, he could play all of them. It's only Watford, the bottom of the table, as we keep saying, with nine points. Why not play fringe players? It makes you wonder, because he talked about Lalana, didn't he, in the Bills of Salzburg, and said he wasn't. He could have used them in, in midweek if he wanted to, but there was no need to, so they left them at home to re rehabilitate. This is a good game for Adam Lalana, maybe, if, if we're going to do that, you know, in, in a similar sort of vein. Maybe you say Naby Keita, good, good on you, that's two games on, on the bounce, you're informed, you'll be playing the big, the big games coming up, but let's make sure that he is... Fine I, think, in this. I think the only thing I would say is I think Mane will play because okay. having left him out last week, I don't think Mane will let him leave him out again. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think the front three plays this one. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'm the same as Jack. I go. I go a lot of the front three. Keep the confidence going, and then I, oh, take, I, I start taking. Did we play? We played Mane centre forward against these last last year, didn't we? Got back heel, didn't he? Yeah. I, I think Origi starts over Firmino. That's that's, what, that's yeah. what I think. I think that's the one. That's the one change from the front three. I think you said Firmino looks like he needs a rest. He was brought off early. Uh, I think he'll be rested. I think it'll be Origi, Salamane, and that, that fluid front three. I think we'll see Milner come in. It's whether we bring him into the midfield or whether we use this as an opportunity to rest one of the fullbacks. So I think Milner will, will definitely play because, again, he didn't start in, in midweek, so it, make, it makes sense. It's just who needs the rest most out of Robertson, Trent or Henderson. Well, he tried to rest Trent last weekend, didn't he? Yeah. And he was forced on early, so it's yeah. whether this is his rest and this is when he gets... He, he could always play Ox in the uh, Firmino role, couldn't he? He's tried that before. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd, interesting. I'd yeah. be interested to see the, the the midfield we play against Arsenal in the cup, the line in the six, Oxley, <laughs> Chamberlain and, and Keita. Wow. Curtis Jones, get him in there as well, because why not? Wow, there could be all sorts of... Could be anything, it could literally be anything. Um, but yeah, it depends. I, I feel as though we will do this, like, it'll be similar to the two teams we saw last week, where I don't think we'll see the front... I don't, personally, I don't think we'll see the front three. I think we'll, we'll see <coughs> what, at least one of them rested. And it makes sense... I think for me, you know, again, you, you disagree with me on the final word, but I, I, I feel and he just the more minutes we can put back into Firmino's legs, the most. I don't see this as a game where he's pivotal to what we what we need to do. I don't think anyone is, to be honest. It's that kind of a game. Yeah. It's like a free hit, isn't it? You mm. can play, you know, play players who just need a few more minutes in on the pitch. Yeah, I think it's that. I think that's what it'll be when it Ross is that there's who needs who needs less minutes. And who needs more minutes? And you might find it's a bit of, so like like Shakiri as an example. You know that could be could be another one there where you bring. So it wouldn't shock me to go back if we went back to the alternate front three from the, from the Everton game. Yeah. Shakiri on the right and Rigi forward and Mane from but the left. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, Shakiri still only had that game yeah. really. And yeah. and if you're going to take him to Qatar, you're going to really want those players to be up to speed as yeah. much as possible. The, the thing with Firmino is he can say about you know the minutes that he needs, but is he also someone that needs a goal under his belt mm. and a bit of confidence going into the, going to Qatar? I agree with him. Maybe he needs a rest. But then there's the beauty of this Liverpool side of he could play anything, you know, with within reason at, at the moment, and I'd be fine with it. Mm. Yeah, well, there's plenty of interesting options for the manager. Certainly, uh, let us know what you would do in your preferred eleven in the comments section underneath. Um, Jack, what do you think it's uh, what do you think it's going to be? Four 0 Okay, Dad. Three 0 Five 0 
Go on, well, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Clean sheets, there are seven, clean sheets. 7-2. I was going to go 7-2. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were not conceding two goals. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, just out of interest, then the other fixtures being played this weekend. Saturday, 3 o'clock, Chelsea, Bournemouth, Leicester, Norwich. Um, and then you've got Arsenal hosting my, probably Carlo Ancelotti's Arsenal, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Um, Arsenal hosting Manchester City at 4.30. It would be even better if it was Arteta's Arsenal. Ooh, it? yeah. <laughs> the, Leicester, the Leicester Norwich one is obviously the one that impacts us most at the moment. Out of all that, I'm glad that we it's another game that we get ahead of them because... And it, obviously, with, with the West Ham game being postponed because of Club World Cup, Dad, they're going to get a chance to get you know to gain some points play, on us. Play City, potentially, yeah. Obviously, that could, but they could just City could just batter them and, and and blow the whole thing wide open, couldn't they? But um, yeah, I, 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 it's important for us to get those points. I, you can't see a world where Norwich get anything, any change out of Leicester at all. Here, they might get a goal, but <laughs> I don't even think they'll get Man City. Yeah, that was at home though. But Man City are crap mates. That was at home as well. Leicester yeah. at King Power. And I think they're playing really well. Bookie stopped scoring goals after that, didn't he, until last week. Yeah, until I haven't put him in his fantasy team and he stopped. Yeah, absolutely. I took him out just at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's why I'm top, John. Clever. Yeah. That's why you're top of the league, Dad. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. But again, I mean, that's the one thing I don't like early kickoffs particularly. Um, for us, it's going to be probably going Clock to be free. Doesn't either. No, absolutely not. Um, but it's another opportunity for us once again to get the points on the board and just sit back, get a screenshot the table. At, you know, at half two before Leicester before Leicester play, and dream about what can be as we head into the rest of the festive period. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's no your thoughts. There's no your score predictions. Your starting eleven predictions. Uh, and make sure you check back on the channel a little bit later on. We're going to be doing um, yeah, we'll be doing a proper starting eleven prediction show. Yeah, wow, words. Um, and there's a whole host of great content as well. But make sure, of course, you go over to the redmentv.com and sign up for the final words for the Club World Cup, and of course uh, for that Emil Heskey interview as well.